Welcome back to Sober Girl Diaries. It's your host, Violet, the sober girl living in Chicago. And wow, I cannot believe 2024 is going to be here in a matter of days. 2023 flew by, right? What have you guys been up to? I know the holidays is always such a busy time of the year. Hello? That's so funny. I thought I stopped recording, but I guess I didn't. That was my grandma. We call her Nanny because she doesn't like to be called grandma. And one thing about Nanny is she don't play. When she wants to get something done, she does not mess around. So she was just calling me about Christmas logistics because I had a present shipped to her house for my mom because we have the Christmas party at Nanny's house. But anyways, what were we talking about? 2024. Okay, that's not really what I want the topic of today's episode to be about, but I just wanted to acknowledge it as we go into this new year together and understanding that you've come a long way, I've come a long way, we survived another year, and that's definitely something to celebrate. Time is always flying, it never really stops, and so I think it's just important to press pause Kind of like how I'm pressing pause when I'm trying to record this because every single time I record, I find something that I don't like and I stop recording and I start over. But no, in general, just take a minute, just how I've tried to in recent light of trying to develop new habits, just to to pause and recognize where you're at, look around and see and recognize, maybe write down what you've been grateful for this year what's gotten you through this year, what you're proud of that you did this year, and bring that new and positive and abundant energy into the new year because we're about to enter another phase of our life, and that's big. And with that said, I think it's a perfect segue into the topic of today's episode, which is doubt, and we're going to also be talking about imposter syndrome. Now, these are two things that I definitely think you should leave in 2023 and I should leave in 2023 because doubt and this idea of being an imposter in your own life is only going to hold you back when we're talking about coming into the new year and just forget the idea of coming into the new year. I mean, I know it's right upon us, but just in general, doubt doesn't help us. And it seems so simple to just be like, well, then don't doubt yourself. It's a lot easier said than done. And so I want to talk about this in today's episode because I think it's one of the main things I've been struggling with lately because I've started this podcast and I feel like I'm not equipped enough. I don't have the tools. I don't have the intelligence. I don't have the confidence. You know, I'm saying all of those things that are coming from a doubtful place. That's all rooted in my doubt and my fear of myself that I'm not good enough and I don't trust myself. And so I want to leave that in 2023 because that's only going to hold me back from getting anywhere. And so before we jump into that, I just wanted to let you guys know about a couple updates. So the first thing is that I updated my link page. It's linked in my bio on my Instagram, the Sober Girl Diaries Instagram. And there you'll find the link to my podcast, which is available on Spotify. A new 
new addition is that it's available on Apple Podcasts. And then also I made a survey for you guys that will allow you to request and submit um, ideas or topics you want me to talk about in upcoming episodes. I also provided some questions that I thought you might want to answer, like what do you want to see more from me? What topics are your favorite that you would like for me to talk about? Um, Things like that. So that's also linked in my link page. And I tried to make it pretty easy for you guys to maneuver because I know it's annoying to try and locate things. But those are kind of the updates that I have for you in terms of where you can access more um, information about the development of this podcast, Sober Girl Diary. So I'm really excited, but I was really frustrated trying to put it together because I'm the type of person where I can get stuck in like a loop and it makes me so mad. I sometimes lose my ability to be efficient because I can get stuck on a certain thing or a certain task or the way something looks when it's like written or whether it's like a graphic design um, and something doesn't feel right. Like I will literally harbor on that and then I will let it consume me completely and then I just blow up. I don't know if that's what you guys go through sometimes when you're working on things, but I, I swear that's something I also need to work on going into the new year is just like chilling out not allowing myself to get so frustrated so quickly and just enjoying the process of like working on something and I even told myself like before I started recording this podcast I was like higher power the universe please allow me to enjoy this process with everything that it comes with whether it's the cutting out of my filler words me trying to find the flow of my strain of thoughts whatever it was I just talked to the universe and was like, allow me to just enjoy this. I oftentimes just make things hellish for no reason. And I don't understand why my brain always makes things unenjoyable. Um, anyways, that could be an entire other topic. But those are the updates I have for you guys. I'm really excited for just continuing this and feeling more comfortable as I record. And let's just jump right into it. So the topic of doubt... I think when I wasn't sober, I struggled with it a lot, but it was something that I was able to numb with my drinking and my drugging. When I was in active addiction, I didn't really have to confront the doubt because drinking and drugging allowed me to feel, emphasis on feel, as though I was unstoppable, like this different person that you know, didn't struggle with those things. It made me feel like, okay, this is how I should feel. I feel carefree and um, nothing really stresses me out. And, you know, I say that because that was such a temporary fix. The reality is, is like, I didn't have to confront doubt until my high wore off or until my drunk uh, wore off and I sobered up the next day and everything hits you twice as hard. I don't want this podcast to kind of just be me preaching about why I'm sober and like trying to like convert you guys. I want you guys to know that if you're listening to this and you drink, I don't want you to feel like me talking about my experience is going to make you feel like I'm shaming you or talking down to you if you are not sober. I definitely don't want that to come off in that way. I say that because I'm just sharing from my experience and I think that sober or not, 
you listening to this, I think there's still so much value that you can take away, even if I'm sober and you choose to not be. I still think the topics that I talk about are applicable to um, a lot of people who may struggle with substance abuse or who may just struggle with the things that I struggled with beyond just my addictions. And so with that said, I think doubt plays a lot into that. I think a lot of people struggle with doubt. We all struggle with doubt. And this idea that we are never good enough. I, for example, feel like I have to like read a hundred books before I can like be certified or qualified to be a certain thing. Like a thing being get the job or do a certain thing like making this podcast. I feel like I have to like read so many inspirational books or insightful books on alcoholism or addiction. Like I feel like I have to be an expert. The reality is A, I'm not gonna do that. And B, a lot of the times like even the most successful people who have gotten to where they are had feelings of doubt. They were not just out the fucking birth canal certified. Like they weren't just automatically in their bag. They had to come from a certain place. They had to learn, they had to fail. And so I think in that sense, everyone experiences doubt. So A, just know you're not alone when you feel doubt because I think the person next to you also feels that way. And if they're not coming off that way, it's just because they're probably better at masking it or they have just gotten to a place where they've been able to overcome those obstacles. But I think we all experience that. It's a human feeling. It's a human emotion. And let me just make this clear. Getting sober did not solve all my problems. From my experience, that was like the first thing that I needed to do so that I could deal with all of the problems that were to come. The way I see it is I was able to have the strength within me after many attempts of trial and error, like, okay, I'm gonna get sober this day, and then I would relapse. Like, I would go for a certain amount of time, and then I would go back out. I say that all to say it's not taken away all of the things that I still struggle with. I have really bad self-image that I'm working on. I have really bad consuming feelings of doubt and fear and anxiety around what the purpose of my life is and why I'm here. And I always feel like the voice in my head that is the fearful and doubtful voice is a lot stronger than the voice that's silently whispering to me like, don't listen to it, you've got this. I'm working on trying to make that voice stronger. So yeah, getting sober was not something that just solved my problems. That was the beginning of being able to look at my problems in the eye and say, now I'm ready to work with you and I'm ready to overcome you. But I was not ready to do that until I removed drugs and alcohol from my life because I was always self-medicating. Using was my way of medicating myself and relieving for a short period of time the constant anguish that I felt in my brain and in my body. It manifested everywhere. I was extremely uncomfortable. And so my using just continued 
to increase over time because my doubt kept getting bigger and bigger and the only thing that I knew that comforted me until it didn't because a lot of the times the way I like to think about it is it was fun until it wasn't. It, it didn't even work anymore. But I was for a certain amount of time able to use to mask all of those uncomfortable feelings until it stopped working. Until I was like, all right, I can't even pretend like this is helping me anymore because it's just not. And whether you're sober or not, everything happens on a mental level first, right? Before it happens on a physical level, before it manifests into our material world. And so that's why it's extremely important to get your head right, to get your mind right, to reorient your mindset into a place where you feel comfortable and safe. And that is a really hard thing to do, but it's not impossible. It's definitely attainable, but you have to constantly work at it. I'm a work in progress. I am not an expert. I say this to you guys all the time. I don't want you guys to think I have some expert analysis or understanding of something that you don't and I'm trying to preach to you about my understandings and I feel like you just have to believe in yourself no matter what you might be going through because doubt is like the opposite of believing because when we're doubtful we don't believe that something can happen but when we choose when we make that conscious decision to choose to believe instead of choose to doubt you'd be surprised how much it could help you and strengthen your vision of how you see yourself and how you see your environment and the world around you so you you really do have to have hope that it's going to get better so some of the things that i try to do lately that honestly is really hard for me. Like all of this self-help stuff, I know it can come off preachy. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that it's just easy to sit down and, and say words that are positive because you have to believe that that's true. And if you don't believe that it's true, it's going to feel not real, it's going to feel fake, and you're not going to believe it. And so it, it's, not gonna, it's not going to manifest. It's not going to become something that you feel as though is real and true. It starts with how we speak to ourselves. Because for me, how I speak to myself, guys, is really disgusting. It's mean. It's it's not nice. I would never, let me put it this way, I would never speak to somebody else the way that I speak to myself. I would never tell my best friend, I would never tell my mom, I would never tell my twin sister, the things that I tell myself you're not worth anything, stop trying, oh my god, you're so embarrassing, you're so cringe, ew. The list goes on about the way that I speak to myself. It's not acceptable, point blank, period. And I feel like we think things that we do to ourselves are just acceptable. Why is that? Why do we see the way that we treat ourselves as more acceptable when it's shit? than when we treat others. Because for me, I feel like I treat others with respect, with dignity, I am kind, I listen, I'm understanding, I'm supportive, I'm compassionate. And those don't translate when I'm trying to encourage myself and be supportive of myself. And so I think a good point for you guys to meditate on and think about is how do you speak to yourself? And 
How can you change that? I think that can just start with speaking to yourself in the mirror, looking at yourself and telling yourself things until you believe it. I love the saying, fake it till you make it because it's true. You gotta fake it till you make it sometimes. You just sometimes have to be like, I don't really believe this, but I'm going to keep saying it until I embody it and I become it. I was taught opposite action in my outpatient programs. It's a great way to get you to do things that you know you don't want to do, but are really good for you. When I was really depressed, I did not want to get out of bed at all. The only times I honestly get myself out of bed was if I seriously had to pee. I pulled totally like a rue moment from euphoria where I literally was like, I'm not getting out of bed until I physically have to get up because I'm going to wet the sheets. So anyways, opposite action is, well, I know I don't want to get out of bed, but I have to, so I'm going to do it anyway. And you just have to do the opposite of what your brain is telling you to do, which is to stay in bed because you don't want to get up. And so if we can apply that to this idea of doubt, well, when you hear those thoughts that come into your head and they're negative and they are very discouraging and they fill you with stress and fear and anxiety and confusion, you tell yourself, I don't believe these things. And you can even do this out loud. And you can tell yourself affirming statements about yourself. I am beautiful. I am full of life. I am hilarious. I am a capable human and I am able and capable of achieving great things. Just tell yourself that over and over because if you try to do that for like 30 days even, you're going to see progress. It's how you talk to yourself. That matters first and foremost. It's how we are able to show up in our relationships, our romantic relationships, our friendships, our professional relationships, our family relationships. How you speak to yourself is going to reflect your environment and you're going to be projecting all of that energy out to wherever you are and you're going to reject things that are happening around you. You're going to inherently feel, I think, a little cynical. You're going to feel a little jaded because you're telling yourself all this shitty stuff. And so to that point, I think self-doubt is really poisonous when you think about it. It's like the more you self-doubt, and the more you consume that self-doubt, you're training your brain to think that that is your reality, and it's, it's silently killing you. And it's something that I think we need to be fucking real about. This is where it starts. Let's develop a warm dialogue within ourselves so that we can enjoy life. Like, let's just chill, right? So whenever you find yourself doubting how far you can go, just think about how far you've come and how much farther along you can go and where you can truly see yourself getting to. How far you think you can go? How much do you believe that your potential could actually become something amazing and something great? You have to believe that that can happen. And so say to yourself, dear whatever your name is, stop doubting yourself. You are more than capable of making shit happen, right? 
Tell yourself, I am releasing self-doubt. I don't believe this self-doubt. You have to do what it takes. I'm busy doubting myself so much while so many other people could see that I'm actually doing great things, but I don't see that because my judgment is clouded. My vision is clouded. So it will kill you over time. And I just want you to never doubt your worth. Never doubt that you were meant to be here. And let's just channel going into 2024, less doubt and more more self-talk that's good. I'm gonna leave it at that. That sounded like shit. I don't, I'm running out of like words at this point because I think I'm trying to sound all fucking philosophical on you guys and I need to stop. But let's move on to the last topic, which is just imposter syndrome, which I think honestly goes hand in hand with self-doubt. So the definition of imposter syndrome is the condition of feeling anxious and not experiencing success internally despite being high performing in external and or objective ways. This condition often results in people feeling like a fraud or a phony and doubting their abilities. So basically in simpler words, imposter syndrome feels as though with where you are and what you're doing, you don't feel like you deserve to be there and you're not qualified enough to fit that role and you, as a result, feel like a fraud. And so I think we need to understand, and I need to understand because I I really struggle with this. You can't wait until you're confident. Like, oh yeah, like once I get my confidence up, like I'm totally gonna be able to get that job. No, you, you can't wait until you're confident to show up. You simply just have to keep showing up until you're confident, until you get that job. You, you just have to continue to show up. Even when I was in college and I knew that I had worked so hard in high school to secure a D1 scholarship to continue my track and field and cross country career, even though I got there and I did all the things to get me to that point, I didn't believe like I deserved it. I didn't believe that I belonged. I was always feeling like I was less than all of the other athletes. And I'm not even talking about performance. Like I know that numbers have a lot to do with how we feel like we are in comparison to other people. But performance aside, in my core, I felt like I did not belong and I didn't feel a part of the group. And so I struggled from imposter syndrome all throughout my college career. I was like, I don't deserve to be on this team, especially when I was struggling with my sobriety and I was active in my addiction. I was like, ain't no way in hell that there's D1 athletes or athletes in general that are addicts. And That's just simply not true. Life is extremely dynamic and two things can be true at the same time. Yes, I was a badass D1 athlete in college and was able to finish out my career. And I also had addictions that were debilitating, but I persevered. So imposter syndrome thoughts can sound like, I totally got lucky with that. I don't know how they picked me. I definitely don't belong here. You are not qualified, bitch. Shit like that, you know? So with that said, we need to reframe when it comes to this, when it comes over us, 
The imposter syndrome thoughts start swirling and we feel like we're drowning. You need to reframe every single thought that is categorized under imposter syndrome. So if you can recognize which ones those are, write them down and then reframe that, whatever they are. So for the one that's like, I don't belong here, I got lucky. You can say, I belong everywhere always. I deserve this. I don't think that I'm deserving of this. Say, the world needs your unique perspective and you are deserving of this position or this relationship. And so it it might sound awkward at first, but it kind of plays into that idea of when we have that self-doubt and the imposter syndrome feelings come in, we are turning that initial statement that makes us feel like we don't belong on its side and we are reframing it and putting a new statement in and replacing that. And so over time, you're sort of training your brain to make these new neural pathways of belief systems that we can over time learn how to trust. And so to wrap up, I want you guys to know that I myself struggle with these two things. So I hope that me struggling and being open about them can allow you to A, feel a lot less alone because I hope when you look at me, you don't think that I have everything because I certainly don't. Uh, Everything at the end of the day, especially on social media and what we put out is generally our best foot forward. We don't really necessarily want to put out, hey, I feel like an ugly ogre today. Here, look at this new fat pimple that's in the middle of my forehead or I smell like shit. You're going to post you looking pretty or you looking hot. You're going to post your travel content, your food on your best day when I know damn well I'll be eating microwave ass shit. Like, I just want you guys to know that I struggle with this and me sharing it, I hope can bring you a little bit of peace during the holiday season. And I hope you enjoyed listening to the ways in which we can attack the self-doubt and the imposter syndrome. Because like I said, they kind of go together. And I hope you can just listen to this episode when you're in need of some easy tactics to start implementing into your everyday routine. Or if it's better for you, just whenever those days pop up where you need a little bit of a boost, you can refer back to this episode and be like, okay, This chick's got it going on. She's kind of figuring it out. She's cracking the code a little bit, and I think I need to tap in. Just know that I love you guys, and I'm really excited to keep recording episodes. I feel like I'm getting better at them, but you tell me. Um, I always love hearing your guys' feedback. I know there's been some loyal listeners that have reached out, and I just want to let you know I appreciate it so much that you even take the time out of your busy day to write such a thoughtful and kind message. It makes me feel like I am doing something right when my self-doubt is kicking in and I feel like I should just quit. So I'm not going to quit because I'm not going to quit for myself and I'm not going to quit for you guys. I want to be a source of guidance and comfort and I want to provide you guys with some support and advice and I hope that my episodes can bring you that relief. Thank you guys for tuning in. Just a last little reminder, the link page is in my bio where you can request 
topic submissions of what you want me to talk about. You can also answer the other questions so that you can request your favorite topics um, that you would like me to talk about. And I hope you have a beautiful holiday season and I'm going to be back next Saturday with another episode. So don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. You can even leave a review. You can DM me on my main page at vharps or you can also message me on the Sober Girl Diaries Instagram over DM and I'm really excited to keep this going so I'm gonna shut up I love you guys and I will see you next week bye